From an outsider's perspective, it is relatively easy to see what keeps the rich, the wealthy, the powerful from God. Because we can see houses and cars and fine clothing. We can even touch them. These are tangible barriers to the following of Christ. But just as they are tangible and easy to know, as a result, it's easy for us or easier for us to start to divest ourselves of these things. In the gospel, the, the man goes away sad because he has many possessions. I hope that that is not the case today. If you have many possessions, if you have much, and compared to a lot of the world, we in the United States have much more than most people, then we have to start asking ourselves, how can I give more? What do I need to do to divest myself of putting my prestige, putting my power, putting my identity into these things? Are you tithing? Are you choosing the lesser option of the goods, right? You can buy the Lexus or the Mercedes or the really expensive car, or you can get the simple car and use the rest to support someone in need. I don't know. But the Lord is challenging each of us to take an account of the things in our lives, the actual things in our lives, and to render Him an account. To sell those things, to give to the poor, then to follow Him. And that's the important part, right? It's not just go sell and go to heaven. It's go sell, then follow me. For almost everyone, the first step in discipleship, the first step toward the Lord, is a step over or around or through the tangible barriers we put between ourselves and God. The possessions, the things, the social statuses, all those things. When we start to step away from those things, when we get rid of those things in our life, then we're able to follow God in dramatically profound ways. Today in the church, actually just a few hours ago, Pope Francis canonized St. Oscar Romero, who was the Archbishop of San Salvador in El Salvador. And one of the first things that Archbishop Romero did as Archbishop was to live as simply as possible. He chose to be in solidarity with the poor of his diocese. And in so doing, he erased that barrier between him and them and was able to authentically teach, to walk with them, to gain their trust. But as a result, he was despised by those who put their identity in worldly things and was killed celebrating the Eucharist. But we honor him today as a saint. You see, this is the next step for all of us. It's go, sell, then come follow me. There are other things in our life, the untangible things in our life, the intangible things in our life, the things we can't necessarily see or touch that also keep us from the gospel. It's these ideologies and identities that we put before our discipleship. We live in a time and in a world, frankly, of the fill in, I am a fill in the blank. Catholic. And we put our political identity there. We put our sexual identity there. We put something else before our Catholicism, our following of the Lord. And in and of itself, that's not necessarily a bad thing, because we're trying to find our identity in Christ. But it also can indicate a refusal on my part, on your part, to 
drop everything and follow Christ. The end of the gospel, we hear Peter say, Lord, we have given up everything. And that is the call for all of us. It's not just your possessions. It's those ideologies and identities that you put before your following Christ that need to go away. That we need to step around and over in order to follow Christ. In the second reading, we heard from the letter to the Hebrews. Indeed, the word of God is living and effective. When an ideology, when an identity or a possession goes before us and God, the word of God is no longer living and effective in our life. We, like the, like the man in the gospel, go away from the Lord upset and angry because he doesn't conform to our ideals. He's telling me I have to change, but this is the right way. And yet, the Word of God is living and effective. It's sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating even soul and spirit, joints and marrow. No creature is concealed from Him. We are called in our walk with the Lord to go down to the very core of who we are and to strip away anything that gets between us and God. The only way to do this, it's not just what we do, Right? It's not just what we give up. We also need to listen to the Lord. In the first reading, we heard from the book of wisdom, I prayed and prudence was given me. I pleaded and the spirit of wisdom came to me. God desires to give us more than we could possibly ever earn or merit on our own. But we have to give it up and listen to him in prayer and receive it as gift. We have to meditate on truth, wrestle with church teachings that are difficult so that we can go to the Lord completely vulnerable so that he can pour into us wisdom. That which he says in the gospel is a hundred times more than you could ever get in the present age. Go, sell what you have, give to the poor, then come follow me. Get rid of those things in your life that are keeping you from Christ so that he can pour into your heart a life of joy, a life of love, a life of goodness, beauty, and truth, a hundred times greater than any possession or any ideology or identity could possibly ever provide.